So we got a group coming on up, and uh, we've got several that weren't able to be with us this morning uh, for just different reasons, and some are sick and out. So we want to pray for them. Uh, some were coming back in from some other trips, and so we want to we want to lift them up and, and pray for them. I was trying to look through here and see here real quick. Claire and Carly and Russ Golf. I don't think any of them's here this morning, are they? And so they're all out. They've been sick, and so continue to pray for them. Um, I aim to get Russ to send me some stuff to share, but uh, I know they had a great time and look forward to uh, sharing some with you sometime. And so if you see them out, ask them. This was their first year, and so ask them about that and uh, see what all God did in and through them. Um, I'm trying to think. Daniel Reynolds and Mason Reynolds, uh, brother Adam's brother Daniel, went with us from Pleasant Hill, and him and his son Mason, that was their first year going, and so we had a good time getting a fellowship with them. They've been out on the trip and weren't able to be with us this morning also. Looking to make sure else. Mark Adams uh, was another fellow that was with us that wasn't, be, wasn't able to be here this morning, already had some uh, plans this morning. Clay Kelly, Caroline Kelly, Catherine Kelly, and Layla Risen also went and kind of participated all with our group, and so they were not able to be here with us also this morning. But uh, so we're, we're thankful to be here. We went to Mayfield, Kentucky, uh, July the 8th through the 14th, and we had a total of 26 people. I don't know how many different vehicles we took to get down there at different times and ended up all at the same place at uh, that night late, and so we were excited to go and get together and and uh, share and serve that week in Mayfield. And as you know, back in uh, December of 2021, that was uh, one of the places that the tornadoes went through. And you're going to see there's probably a few pictures up here um, of taking just different spots through the town and different things that was uh, impacted that week. And so they are still dealing uh, with many of those instances. Uh, several homes that have been worked on some that had small damage that was able to repair others. There's still uh, just slabs of concrete there where everything else has been uh, taken off. And so they're still in that rebuilding process. And then uh, the week or so after we left, uh, they were hit again with flooding. And so continue to remember those people. That was one thing, and I'll get to share maybe some of that here in a few minutes, but that was one thing uh, myself. I got to hear uh, just some hurt and sorrow and heartache um, that they were still enduring. And so continue to pray for those people there in Mayfield as they continue to rebuild back. And so um, they're holding sheets of paper, and so they've got some questions and things that some of them may answer, and then others may have lots of other things they want to share. I want our youth to have an opportunity to share, and then we'll uh, our, our adults and all that works, we'll go after them, and then I'll finish us out. Okay? So who wants to start? Carson, you start us. I'm, I'm gonna put Carson on the spot because he can handle it, right? Um, I'm Carson, as he said. Um, I'm 13 and I just graduated seventh grade. Um, this was my first year going to Kentucky Changers, and I had some pretty good expectations before going, but I didn't really know what to expect. But I thought it'd be a really cool experience, being able to serve the Lord and I did have some reservations about it, though, because I didn't know if I'd really be able to work and serve. But I, geez, whenever I got there, made sure that I was able to help and did everything I could. And then I experienced growth in the Lord because while I was there, one of my crew chiefs um, would have us go out and pray for people around where we lived. And that helped me get confident in praying for people, even people people that I don't know, and then I also saw a growth in people in our crew because they would, um, learning that they could serve the Lord in more than just what they thought they can, and even just in little ways, they can just go out and serve Him. I'm Brooke Sixon. I'm 17, and I'm going into my senior year. This is my third year going to Changers. You know, I just, first time being on a roofing crew, you know, I got stuck with Danny over here. <laughs> There's a few kinks here and there, but we got it done eventually. 
not as fast as we wanted, but we got it done, so we got to go to another job and had to rip up some carpet and a few little things there. But we got to go talk the last day after we got done with the carpet. And the people that would talk to you didn't have anything going on, but the people that did have something going on, they didn't want to talk. They just closed the door. But it really did give me a different perspective on if people want help, they won't open up. So when I need help now, I'm going to try to open up more. That was something I've always struggled with. Good morning. Uh, my name is Weston Dixon. I'm 19 years old. I've just graduated high school. Well, I guess it's been over a year now, but it doesn't feel like it would have been that long. But uh, I was on Danny's crew, too. And, uh, you know, Danny likes to talk. Shocker. But uh, this, 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 has been, this was my sixth or seventh year going to Changers. I've been a lot of years. My first year, I actually went with Greensburg Baptist. So thank you all for letting us go, you know, not just that first year, but this year, too. But um, this year, I, I really, really leaned into listening to my elders, you know, to just seeing what they had to say. You know, Deuteronomy 32, uh, I think it's verse 7, it talks about, you know, listening to your fathers and to your elders and the wisdom that they have. You know, Dan, Danny may like to talk a lot, and sometimes he may not make the most sense. But Danny has a lot of wisdom. And, uh, you know, not just Danny, but, but all the guys that were there with us. You know, I, I learned a lot from them. And, uh, you know, Changers is just, it's amazing, because not only do you get to go and be the hands and feet of Jesus, but, but there's guys like these that pour into you. you know, and I'm thankful for you all for that. Let's let the kids talk here first. Uh, my name is Joshua. I'm 16 years old. I'm going into my junior year. My expectations for this year were to be able to go in and work like all the other years I've been before, but uh, didn't quite happen because someone not saying names may or may have helped me fracture my ankle. But uh, in the long run, I got to watch people actually be able to spread the gospel and the good word to other people, which was an inspiration. They've really been able to, never really been good at public speaking or anything like that, so I was glad to watch people be able to talk and uh, stand around, you know, supervise. But And uh, I've gone four times, but that's only my third year. Thank you. My name's Ty. I'm 14. Uh, I'm coming out of eighth grade, so this is my second year going, this being my second year. Uh, one of my concerns about was about going this year was I might not get to be on a crew with anybody from uh, from my church crew that went with us, but I ended up being on a crew with Layton. He's my good buddy, and uh, I'm glad I got to connect with him more this year. Um, our crew worked on a back deck, uh, two stair sets in the front porch, and we got to paint under the roof of our front porch, and then we got to pull weeds from our garden, and uh, clean, yeah, me and Layton cleaned our gutters out and uh, had problems with wasps and a bunch of different stuff. Um, I got to lead a devotion this year for my crew, and that's just one way I think I grew more in the, uh, grew more spiritually in the Lord. Uh, that meant I got to study a lot more, write down scriptures, and I thought it was a really great experience, and it helped me grow uh, closer in my faith with the Lord. I saw a lot of growth in everybody this year. One thing that really stuck out was I got to see every night that we, after service, we would all go downstairs and we would uh, share how our days had or how our days had gone at the work site, and uh, I just thought it was a really cool experience to see everybody uh, talk a lot, and they just felt comfortable. So, my name is Layton. Uh, I'm going to my sophomore year of high school. I'm 15. Uh, this year at Changers, it was I was on a crew with Ty, and like he was saying, we worked on our deck, stairs, cleaned out gutters, all that good stuff. But our devotions every night down in our church groups after worship service, that just kind of really spoke to me this year. And uh, it was just all around a good year. This was my third year going. Oh, me. I'm Blake. 
I'm 19. I'm going into my sophomore year of college, and this is my seventh year going. Going into it this year, I really didn't know what to expect after not hearing we were going to Mayfield and all the tornadoes and stuff that have been through there. I didn't really know what to expect that we'd do, but I was on Crew 12, and sadly, we were right next to Danny for all three job sites we had. So, But we had to replace the, um, I forget what it's called. What's this stuff called? part of the house yeah soffit we had to fix the soffit on our first house and then they done a little pressure washing on it as well on our second job site we put in a back deck and our third one we ripped out a set of stairs and rebuilt them is that got all our youth alright last round anybody else youth Well, Molly's got nervous on us this morning. She's a little bit of a nervous wreck, but she, she wrote her some note cards, so I'm going to read them for her. She says, Hi, I'm Molly Dixon, and this was my first year going, and I loved it. I had got to feed the people from Changers when I was younger and saw the effects of it, so I couldn't wait to go. I got to work on a lady's house, and my crew stained a porch, built a porch, and built a fence. My homeowner's name is Debbie, and she had to get her leg amputated and was waiting for it to heal so she could get fitted for a prosthetic. I got to get a lot closer to God because I really felt being the hands and feet of Jesus. The youth group welcomed me with open arms and treated me like I have been there my whole life. Thank you for the opportunity to go. All right. They're calling me a newbie up here. And... Um, I, I just want to start. Uh, I missed Bible school this year. I'm Adam Scott, for those that don't know. Um, I missed Bible school because I was sick. Uh, you can probably hear that on my voice. I'm, com- I'm not completely healed now, but I'm, I'm completely non-contagious, if that makes you feel better. And I, I just can't start until I just praise the name of our Lord. Even through my sickness this week is the best sickness I have ever had. He refocused my mind. I listened to so many good sermons, read so much good scripture. The word, the word of our Lord is good. Oh, man. The word of our Lord is good. I'm reminded on Wednesday nights back probably almost a year ago, Miss Betty, I hope you don't mind me mentioning you right here, but uh, we were talking about things we were thankful for. And she said something that is so true. And I think it's good for all of us to remember that. And I remember it through my sickness. She said, Thank you for the good health, even through the pain. And that's important for us to remember. So now into the into the changer stuff. Now, like I said, it's my first year. And... Um, I've heard a lot of times, you know, I'm I'm a old aircraft mechanic, uh, so a lot of people hear that and they think, well, he works on airplanes, he can do anything. That is simply not true. That is a lie. Uh, so I was a little apprehensive because, you know, I, I do lack construction experience. Uh, all the years that I've been doing more construction, I was not here. I was working on aircraft. Uh, but the good Lord still blesses us with skills. And you'll be surprised what you can accomplish by being obedient. And that's in all areas of life. You know, I expected ground-level work. That's kind of what I signed up for because I thought, well, maybe if I sign up for that, I'll be teamed up with my son, and we can work together. I was like, you know, one thing I didn't put down was roofing. Um, So talked to the crew chief first morning, and guess what? We had two roofs to do. But even through that, God had prepared me because the week before we left, or two weeks before we left, there was a roofing crew that put a new roof on our house. So I was able to watch them, talk to them, you know, you know, just kind of take mental notes. Even though I didn't know I was doing that at the time, uh, that's what happened. So, like I said, uh, our, our God is good. Uh, and the other thing I was kind of apprehensive about, I was expecting a lot of pranks. I heard a lot of stories over the last two years. 
I expected pranks, and um, I, you can probably tell from my personality, I'm just not a prankster. I'm, uh, I'm straight and to the point, and I, I like things uh, methodical. I, I see the target, and that's how I want to execute to get to that point. Uh, sorry, I'm, I apologize for all my military terminology, but uh, uh, it's just kind of the way it is. But, but through that, I, I evaded capture. Uh, I didn't see any of those uh, pranks. Uh, Danny was housed in a different area, which probably helped some of that. Uh, but anyway, uh, I heard his son might be worse, but I didn't have to experience that either because he was usually asleep by the time it was, you know, late at night. But anyway, so I had those reservations about can I do this? Um, I and if are dangerous words. Uh, I is the, is the wrong way to enter enter into anything. And that's one thing that we learned as a crew throughout that process. You look at these things, you're going into them, and it's not I, it's we, it's us. You know, and we're, um, we didn't have to go through this alone. Oftentimes Satan wants to tell us that we are alone in all areas of life, alone in our faith, alone in our witness, but that is simply not true. There are other body believers around us that are, are just yearning, just wanting to pray for you. And like Weston said, wanting to help. And I, I pray that we are not reluctant to ask for that help and to accept it when it comes along. Because we know where our help comes from, right? Scripture. I always bring things back to Scripture. So what did I learn? What did I enjoy? So just from, uh, just from the task at hand, you know, like the tactical aspect of this, like the, what we were doing physically, I loved seeing the children learn new skills. It was pretty evident that none of them, uh, or all but one, hadn't done much work or knew how to actually utilize their muscles even to carry a bundle of shingles. Even though they had the ability to do so, they didn't think they did. Uh, you know, you see people grab a hammer and you know, all the way up next to the head. So that's a pretty good indicator of, of where people have done things. But just to see the growth in these children throughout the week and in, in adults as well, just to see that confidence grow, because that confidence is a seed. And if we water that seed with Scripture, it grows in a different way beyond just the physical, tactical thing at hand. And then also just they saw the gratification of, of seeing the fruits of their labor through the completed project. You know, we were able to see that through to the end, and they saw, you know what, they were proud of that, and that, that's good. That's not a sinful pride. That's, that is a good pride that builds their confidence to know that, you know what, serving God does matter. Serving God feels good. Serving God helps me grow. Grow in my own relationship and the relationship with those around me. But then down to what, what truly matters, and you think about Kentucky changers, what are we changing? And if we're just changing a building or a roof, we have failed. And one thing that I was really encouraged by was that, especially the one little girl on our team whose father was a pastor, I just I expect great things from her in the future. Um, she was 13. It was her first time there as well. But she would often use the words even in her prayer about finite and infinite. And to hear that from a young child, and she really encouraged me this week, even wrote me a, a note, uh, eternal, eternal matters are what matters. You know, that that is... All the other things that we did this week, they will be gone. They truly will. Even while we were there, one of the buildings we worked on, the city came through and said, hey, this has been flooding. We might need to put a tile under this, and this shed was on top of a tile. And I was thankful that the children didn't hear that, that we're all working on it, but you know, that's the way it is. Things are, are temporary, but those souls are eternal. And those children, and I'm so thankful that, to see them being raised up in that. I'm so thankful that I was raised up 
in a community that had Christ. It could have been very different from that, and I thank God for that. Um, but you think about a mission trip, and I've been gifted to go on two this year already to Oklahoma and now to Kentucky Changers. And often, and most people would probably tell you this, they feel closer to God, closer to others on a mission trip. And we talked about this this morning in Sunday school. Why is that? Who moved away? It definitely was not God, was it? He's right here the same as he is in Mayfield, the same as he is in Oklahoma, the same he is in Niger right now. And we need to remember that. But what happened was we get there, distractions are removed. And we often focus uh, we often focus more during worship. We go into our worship times in these events with an expectant attitude. And if we do that here, we are going to gain more as well. So it's not just on the mission trip. We need to impart that into our daily lives. We need to impart that while we read Scripture. And it's just some things... These are the things just been through this mission trip that I went on that have been you know, like speaking through to me. And, and uh, I know I'm getting a long, little long-winded, but I, these are, this, this stuff's critical. Um, so I, I caution us, every one of us that are on the stage and everyone that's in, the, in, this, uh, in the congregation, we think about mission and worship. I caution us not to worship the mission trip, not to worship the church, what we would call church here, this church building, or to even worship our worship experience itself. We need to worship the Savior. That's what we need to do. And if we do that, it's going to be a mission trip in our heart every day. And that's why I'm so thankful for the sickness I had this week, to reorient and refocus my mind on Christ. You know, that, that moving toward God, like I mentioned earlier, that's, that's what it's at, it's at. That sanctification is the will of God. We need to praise and exalt Him at home. Uh, and like I said, anticipate that. And anticipate that in future opportunities to serve. Serving is so good. Serving will never come back void as well, just like His Word will not. So I had just a little bit of scripture I wanted to share real quick because it, it just reminded me of this morning. It's Psalm 34. So go ahead and write down Psalm 34. And when you go home today, before you leave the parking lot, read this through with your family. Don't You don't have to do it right now because I don't want to distract from everybody else. But read this through the, with your family and let it marinate in your life. So I'm just going to read three verses, Psalm 34, 1 through 3. I will bless the Lord at all times. Uh, New Living Translation says, I will praise the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Magnify. You know, like make known the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Exalt his name Together, we're serving together, and uh, just like I said, there you know, that, that marinate, and you read on. It says, "Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good." That oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't talking to the mic earlier. Was a that that taste? That's the kind of like that experience, that going and serving. We got to taste and see that the Lord is good, and obviously He's revealed to us that He is through this this time. And you're going to hear more of this testimony throughout here today. I know you're going to hear more of that taste and see that the Lord is good. Uh, but just in closing, I just want to thank you. I know we all can't physically go and and, and do it in this way. Uh, we all have different gifts and talents. Um, we need to use those in the way that the Lord has gifted us. But we can all do something. And, and one thing that you all have done here, and I want to thank you for that, because I was talking to the leader of Kentucky Changers, Joe, and he was um, just gave me a few other little notes. You know, we thank you for your prayer. That is so powerful. We thank you for your encouragement as we go, and thank you for your encouragement as we come home. And we thank you for your giving. 
Without that, it, it wouldn't be possible. You know, Kentucky Changers is is funded through WMU, the Eliza Broadus mission uh, offering, uh, through the cooperative program. It's just all these things go together for the good, and it's just so encouraging and so humble to be a part of it. Thank you. We need to get you ordained. Leave a little time, Danny. Well, this uh, last week was really uh, where he says that he uh, he equips the called. You know, I, I'm not equipped, but I tell you, the Lord just seems like answers every time. Um, just equips uh, equips it if you're called. Um, the fields are white with harvest. Um, that's an agriculture term. That basically means the souls are ready to be uh, ready to be saved, ready to hear the word, ready to uh, uh, just ready. And how that is such a true. It was true in Oklahoma. It was true in Bible school. Uh, and it was true in Changers. Um, our church is very, very mission oriented. Um, I appreciate that. I think that's where um, people can put it on the ground. And that is such a accomplishing part yes it was a good week it was a tough week uh always is but it seems like how the lord uh blesses it in every way you know overall i'm getting too old to be on a roof uh, you know he put me with the the dixon kids jonathan is just there uh Every time with an accomplishment, he give me this other uh, fellow that was with us. He gives other uh, kids that was ready to work. Um, and Daniel Reynolds was a trooper, too. Uh, just, I really, really appreciate they just come in, put it on the ground. Um, wow. Man, um if you're comfortable coming every week and doing nothing, I just don't see that. Uh, you have so many opportunities here at this church to be on the mission field, including this week coming up. Um, wow at this church so the Lord will equip you next year these opportunities as they come, come across prepare your time your vacations your, your uh, time frames to where you can hit them and if you can't hit this one, there's go go with another church if you have to, but get on the mission field. If this misses your schedule, I'm not saying go to another church. I'm saying go on their mission trip. Do more than one. You know, we had a pastor that's he's on the mission field. Live action right now, and uh, I take it that takes a lot, but we got a mission field right here too. When you walk out that door, put it on the ground um, each and every day. The fields are white with harvest because people are ready to hear the word. Boy, what a good week. Man, we ate good, too. <laughs> that was probably one of our better. Uh, About eight corn on the cob. Uh, one of the better 
food. And food is an important ministry like it was in Oklahoma. <laughs> and that was, that was wonderful, too. Uh, that's a passion of mine is eating well. But uh, uh, And I tell you, and I appreciate even the Bible school this week. As a church, let's prepare to be on these mission fields. Load them up. Um, load them up. Tim and Sally's looking right now in the bulletin. are looking for people next year. Just prepare your life to do the missions. <clears throat> Once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for giving, for praying. We couldn't do it without you. you know, I'm certainly nothing without Jesus that lives in me. I didn't know what I was going to do. Most of the time I know I'm probably going to be assistant crew chief. You used to even go and pick out the job side, but we didn't do it this year, and I didn't know. And I uh, ended up being a runner with Billy, which is what I needed to be doing. But I asked God, because a runner, you don't get to know the kids like you do on a crew. You don't get to get build that relationship. And I wanted to be able to do that and I thought what I'm going to do okay God use me and <clears throat> sometimes you know most time it's not what you expect Billy and I talked to a guy with the nickname of Groucho since he was born just about I don't know how he got that nickname he needed to talk he sat with us for about 20 minutes and told about the devastation a year and a half ago when it happened he said he was trying to get to the candle factory and he couldn't get there he said you don't know how much you depend on landmarks and there was nothing there Nothing there, and he just talked and talked. Sometimes it's hard for me to just listen, listen, but that's what I need to do. And he needed to hear, you know, he needed to say things and get them out and help him even still work through it a year and a half later. And then Danny told Jonathan, Jonathan told me there was a young man on their crew that he was struggling mentally, spiritually, and even legally. And I was able to sit with him for over a half hour and pray with him and talk with him. He was doubting his salvation, and we talked. And I know there's, we all doubt our salvation, probably most of us from time to time, but he needed to be reassured if he had that moment that he prayed, and we talked about it and prayed, and he's with a good church, and I pointed him back to his leader who's going to follow up with that too. And then legally, Ruskoff was there. God put him there. One phone call to Ruskoff. His legal problem went away, certainly was delayed that he was in the middle of then. It's, it's amazing how God's people, he, when I told him about it, he cried and hugged me, what, what Russ was able to do to, to help him out. <clears throat> people still suffering from the trauma there. We talked to people people that needed needed to listen, Lord, to and just people to listen to them then be able to talk about all the things that happened to them and now the flooding it's some things we just don't understand <clears throat> if i'm willing to put god uh, if i'm willing god will put before you if you're willing he'll put for you someone you that you know uh, you need to talk to to listen to and love on them and pray for them all i need to do is just ask i don't always ask I heard this, and I'm going to try to keep this going in my life. If you want to find yourself, lose yourself in service to the Lord. Okay. Three adults over here. Y'all, John Boyd. Hi, my name is Jonathan Halls. Uh, this, I've been probably ever since I was probably a freshman in high school, so uh, we've I've had several memorable trips, but... Uh, this this year we went we did a roofing project and uh, uh, had a great crew uh, the Dixon boys over there and and uh, Dad and Daniel Reynolds was the locals that um, was on the crew with us but uh, we had some others from other other places but uh, uh, we ended up patched the house back together and and um, we we finished in short amount of time um, didn't have the opportunity to see to talk to our homeowner uh, very, very briefly. But, you know, a lot of times actions speak louder than words. You know, the community driving by, people people seeing us work, you know, what we're doing, uh, 
you know, that's, we're just, we use, basically use the, the construction part of it just as a tool to be able to speak to, just, just to be able to witness to people is all it is, you know, that's, that's a tool that will, you know, um, be able to share God's love with, you know, um, the Word of Christ, um, but uh, I would encourage anybody to go on, on one of these trips, um, whether you have any construction experience or, or anything like that. There's, there's all kinds of jobs as far as, you know, there's kitchen, there's, there's mentoring, there's, there's so many different things behind the scenes that go on that, uh, that anybody could, you know, uh, don't feel like you have to get up on a roof or, or do vinyl siding or any kind of project like that. There's a lot of other jobs that uh, that people can do that, you know. Um, so, uh, but I appreciate this church to allowing us to be able to go on these trips and offering such mission trips that, you know, um, thank you all. I think this was uh, my 16th uh, time of going, and uh, I'm going to say it right up there at the top is one of the best it was very organized, uh, getting things done. It was not rushed. We didn't have as big a cruise or bigger many projects to do. Uh, I think that everybody worked real well together this time. I think uh, Tony and I worked rushed to get tools out or or uh, supplies like I have been. I have been when I didn't have time to hardly eat lunch. But we we had plenty of time to do those. There was a lot of stuff already out when we got there. And I think it was one of the better ones that I saw a lot of young people pouring out their heart, knowing Jesus was there. I saw young people asking for Bibles, and Tony and I went out to the missions, uh, like, like Brother Wilbur here is, and he gave us some Bibles to give to the kids to give out. They were going up and down the streets and working to witnessing to people. So it was one of the better ones I think I've been to. And also I think the organization is great. I think Joe is doing a God jo- good job. And all of us are leaders there. I got acquainted with Mother Mike Jones. He's the same one, same type of guy that, that Wilbur Bonnie does. And uh, you just can't hardly realize that some people, when you go home or did have a home, but you don't have it anymore. When Mike and I were talking, I said, I've never been through that in my house. I didn't have a place to lay down. I didn't have any food. But those people don't have anything. A lot of them don't have anything. And uh, I called back down talking to Brother Mike after they had the, the flood. And he says that they were working on it the day the flood came, of a committee trying to get more buildings put back together. And uh, the council was meeting. And the KBC was going to come the next day, and all this flood came, and they just set them back. But he said, if you got any funds or any help, we'd like to have it. That's just where they're at. We take a year and a half, they've had two disasters. Uh, you know, a town just hard, can't hardly uh, do that. Only about 10,000 we looked up in the town, so you can imagine they just limited with funds. So if you have any funds you'd like to do, or this church would like sometime to send up Graves County an offering, we'd be glad to, I'll, I'll get in contact with Brother Mike and find out where it goes. Thank you. It was a good trip. Right. I think uh, this year they celebrated, Kentucky Changers celebrated 30 years I believe that's what they told us, what, 30 years of being in. started in 1994, and uh, except for the year of COVID, I think they've had at least one project, and most of the time, uh, three around in that average per, per summer. And so this year, there was actually two. There was one in Somerset also a couple weeks prior, and then the one here in Mayfield that we got to attend. And so I thought about that in just different times. I don't know how many... Uh, different years uh, that this church has been involved with, but probably about all 30, counting back. I thought about Ray Acre several times that week and just down that area. And so we're thankful that the church um, has supported 
that ministry through the years and the lives that it's impacted and uh, the people who have heard the gospel and been able to receive Jesus Christ. And so you've heard part of that. Um, I'll share some more here in a minute. But uh, my name's Mark. I got to serve as an assistant crew chief. I say that because Clay Kelly was the crew chief. That way if something's wrong, it's his fault, right? And so I always blamed everything on Clay. But uh, for me, that's a week that I get to see Clay hang out with Clay, and uh, us just minister to each other. And so I enjoyed that time uh, of, of, with him and some others, and I'll talk about um, this is my 10th year of going, and uh, that was one of the expectations uh, that I had as going beforehand. And I told some others that that's one of the things I really like about Kentucky Changers is you get to go and disciple others, but you get to go and be discipled by others. And so I'm always excited to see who God places in my path where I can share the gospel with and encourage and strengthen and build up. But I know that there's going to be people there that are doing, going to do that for me too. And some of them are here in this, this room, and others are people that I've met through the years uh, that I got to go back and see again. That's part of the good thing about continuing going back into those missions. You see people you've met over the years and then new people uh, that you get to meet that pour into you. And so uh, that was some things that, that stuck out to me, some expectations that I had. Some reservations that I had uh, before going. Man, I don't know about y'all, but I've just been tired all summer. It is busy. I, every day is busy. And so there's always a list of things to do. Anybody else got anything like to do this summer? Yeah. And so when it comes times, and they talked about that, man, there's always something to do. Always. There always will be something. And so just that I was thinking through that, like, man, I need to do this. So I can take a week. And, and so there's always those things. But the long ways from home, the four-hour trip, both ways, and so the best you can do, and so there's just long, tiring things, um, and there was people that didn't get to go with us this year that I knew wanted to go that didn't, and I, I missed them. I missed seeing them there, hanging out with them, and so some of those things, some reservations that I had before, uh, but it, and it's cool how God raises up some other people in places in your life in those times when you need those, and so the projects that, uh, that me and Clay uh, got to work on this year was... Uh, we did a roof job on a, a building out back for a fellow named Charlie Simmons. Charlie was a retired uh, director of missions, AMS now, for that area. And he is 90 years old, and he served faithfully uh, to the Lord. And uh, he was not there that week because he went on a trip out west with his friends and uh, seeing, the, seeing the country. But we got to minister to him and his daughter that was living there with him, helping take care of things. And so we got to share with them, got to do a roof job. Um, and our second house, we worked on that from Monday and Tuesday, finished up, and then that's some of them there with Clay. Um, the second house that we went to belonged to a lady named Miss Cheryl, and Miss Cheryl was in the, the area, uh, it's called Sherwood Forest, uh, but when we got over there, a lot of the trees was gone. That was an area that was directly hit by the tornado. Her home was still standing. Uh, they had done some repair to it, but she said that what had happened to it the tornado come through, it lifted up her roof, and then set it back down, and then it took a tree and put on top of it and put through it. And so she has been over a year that she is still not in her home. Uh, they had come back and worked on some of the roof, put a new roof on for her, and done some of those things. But we was able to work on some of the fascia trim, uh, the soffit, and uh, work on some things there around for her to help get some of that back into place. Um, but that was good uh, to be able to share with her. And again, that, that area, the most of the houses around her were gone. They were just concrete slabs. It had taken them, uh, and she shared some of the stories with that. Um, but to be honest, uh, she shared with us that she had lost some hope in uh, just in, in things. She had been hurting, uh, been out of her home, and she had lost some hope that way. And she had been hurt uh, through some other times in the past by people. Let's just be honest. Sometimes we say things, do things we shouldn't, and it hurts people's. And so she had had some of that in her life. And she said that th that week had been one thing for her where young people and adults had come in and loved on her community and loved on her individually and helped restore her hope in people and in the church. And, and so it's not, again, it's not about us as people, but hopefully we restored some hope for her in Christ. And we was able to share the gospel with her, help, uh, help strengthen her in that and her walk with the Lord and uh, also with uh, other people. And so... Um, that was really good for me to see. Uh, where did you see growth in your walk with the Lord? Again, just those buildings um, of relationship 
and boldness to share, boldness to disciple, boldness and humbleness to be discipled. And so some of those areas for myself, seeing others in our crew and in our group's growth, um, always enjoy seeing our young people. As we talked about every night, we come back, have our worship service, and then we would gather as a church group, and they would share about their day, things that they had saw on their crew, things that they had shared. Uh, many of them had led in devotions. That is one of the, the jobs that week is to be a devotion leader. And sometimes they're, they'll lead in devotion. Sometimes they'll be asked to lead a devotion or have someone else. But that was some areas where I saw some growth in our young people and just their willingness to share the gospel, to pour into other people, and to, uh, to be bold in that. That is always uh, good to see that growth. Um, trying to write down some notes here. Building of relationships with our crew, uh, and specifically this group. You come in at night, you're wore out, it's time to go to bed, and somebody strikes up a conversation. It may be totally way off in left field on some other thing that has nothing to do, but it may be over the book of Habakkuk. And so, man, just to, just to lay down at night and to pour into one another, your brothers, uh, and so we, I could share some more about that. I won't do that up here. But uh, it was just good just to minister to one another, share God's word, to be strengthened and built up. And a lot of that we miss out. Uh, maybe just in this hour of, of time of worship on Sunday mornings. So just having that family time and that week, man, you eat together, you serve together, you sleep, rest together. And so it's just a great time to do what God's called us to do in that fellowship time and growing together. And so uh, thankful for that. Growth in other areas, uh, just to be involved and to meet new people across the state, just to see how things are going there. God's not only at work in Greensburg. He's not only at work at Mayfield. He's in Shelbyville and across the state where all these other people are. And it's encouraging to hear what's going on in other people's churches, to know that God's at work there. And, man, it builds you up to hear that. And it encourages you to come back and to serve here and faithfully and encourage one another. And so I uh, met some great people, Bill, Richard, Stephanie. I know none of those people mean anything to you guys, but they mean a lot to me. And so those guys are still pouring into me, and I appreciate that. Um, our young people, some of them mentioned there, answering the call uh, to missions and ministry and what that looks like. Some of them don't know, but they made the effort to say, yes, Lord, I'll, I'll let you do that. And where Jesus says to follow me, he don't tell us, hey, follow me and I'll take you to dot, dot, dot. But he says to follow me. That's why he told Peter and other disciples, and they were faithful to do that. And so these young people said, hey, I'd like to do that. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if that's now in this area or if it's 10 years from now, but they said yes. And so that's exciting to know that these young people want to do that. And we have the work to help them to figure that out, to help them grow in those areas. And, man, isn't it exciting to know that when we're dead and gone, there's going to be young people that will lead and serve and glorify the Lord? Yeah, and so we've got a great work to do here in our young people to help them to grow in those areas. Uh, sharing the gospel and testimonies. Uh, man, just hearing that, heard one fellow come back and talked about uh, he heard his daughter that week share the gospel, share her testimony for the first time, and just how excited he was to hear about his child sharing that. And so, um, again, I want to say thank you to our church and just allowing us to go and represent you all, to represent our Lord. Uh, I think they did a great job. We got a Hype Award, Hype House Award, and so you'll see some pictures up there. They, uh, they, they bragged on the group and said, man, we, we always bring a lot of fun to the week and share, and just uh, uh, it was good to see that, and we have a good time when we go. Uh, there's two ladies there just showing in our daily devotion time, and so um, just a great week, and again, we appreciate you all letting us go and serve that week, and you guys uh, praying for us. But why do we do that? Uh, and, and our Bible school, um, some of the lessons this week is I thought about changers and us sharing this week. And why do we do changers? Why do we do VBS, Honduras, Oklahoma, Niger? Why do we gather on Sunday mornings? Why do we come on Wednesday nights? Why do we get together in community groups? Why are we going to serve hot dogs next week? In Acts chapter 4, Verse 12, this is one that we studied a little bit this week. And Peter and them, they've gone out and they've shared 
and they saw a healing there of a lame man in chapter 3, and then they get reprimanded for it and brought before the council, and they just simply say in verse 12, and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And so as we go and share, it's a great time, it's fun, but we go to share about Jesus Christ because of the work that we did. It was good work, and they learned. They did a great job this week. But those roofs are going to come off again. There will be some other storm come through. They'll deteriorate. The wood will rot. All those things will perish. Brother Todd started in Peter uh, the other day, First Peter, and it talks about an imperishable seed. Those are perishable things. And we've all got those in our lives. And, man, we see our bodies, they're perishing. But the one thing that won't perish is our eternity with Christ, our salvation in Christ. And so as we share, uh, those things are, are going to come about, but we're trying to build the kingdom of God. We're trying to share and give him glory. And so with that, again, I, I want to say thank you and share just a couple more verses. Finish there, and in, 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 again, in Acts chapter 4, verse 13, it says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and they perceived that they were uneducated, common men, they were astonished. And they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Nobody up here is a professional in any of these construction areas. And that's not their daily profession. We're just, I'm say, uneducated. But we're probably not professionals. But I hope and pray that the thing that people in Mayfield saw, and I hope and pray that the thing you see this morning, is that people, when they see us, that they recognize that we have been with a risen Savior. That we spent time with Jesus. And that's my prayer for us as we go out back into the work week, back into the schools, back into our daily lives, man, that people will see us and recognize that we have been with a risen Savior. And I hope and pray you know him today. There is salvation in no other name except for Jesus Christ. Thank you guys for sharing. Great job.